something? You're nothing without me. What? Who comes up with all the good ideas? Me! Who does all the work? Me! If it went for me, you'd still be in a cage at the bazaar, squawking, Polly wants a cracker! That's it! I've had it! I hate to be dramatic, but it's time for me to buy the coop! Terrific! Fine! I'm drawing the line before I wind up in a parachute! I was a fool to let you run the show! I'm cutting you loose, pal! Look out below! Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Summer of the Useless Podcast with Richard Wigan. I am Richard Wigan. And right now we're back in audio form for those who are out there listening. I say that because we actually uh, tried video podcasting last week. Something I've always wanted to try. I've been looking for different platforms. And I'm still looking for different platforms, but... When I started the show trying to get it off its ground last fall, I only had my options of audio. And as time went on, I was kind of getting this idea that I've been wanting to do a live show or a sketch show or some kind of way to get even more ideas out there than just the podcast stuff. So I looked into video podcasting and I was kind of astounded that it really wasn't a big, big thing because... When people listen to podcasts on the go, it's going to take less data to uh, for people to listen. Videos will require more. So your platforms out there don't really support video. So as soon as I found out that Anchor.fm was offering this thing uh, by Spotify, I applied for it and got accepted and got to try it out. I wish the show could have been better. It was the 50th show. I felt kind of rushed like I been wanting to do this, but the way that it kind of transpired, I wish it looked better. You know, hopefully the 100th episode of the show will look better than the 50th. Here's hoping for that, but once I knew I was hitting 50, I just knew that I wanted to have some kind of new transition. And I thought it was the best way to do it, and try to see how that would pan out. And it it did, the way I shot it, I mean, it didn't look right, so I have to work on that. And I don't want it to be as simple, you sit there and watch me talk to a mic, because that's going to be boring after a while. I wouldn't want to watch that. You know, there's only one other podcast that I listen to, and there is a video version, and I I don't watch it. I've seen a few, but I, I don't watch it. And her show is not immediately relying on visuals a whole lot. And part of the Spotify thing was they wanted to give access to people who could do a show creatively, you know, that relied on visuals, like tell a story visually, but also tell it in a way in audio form. I was surprised that it did work. The video got out there to Spotify. You can listen to it or watch it. It went to Apple. And it went to Google. I didn't check Breaker, but I can only assume it did. And that's what I liked about it. Because I, I, I'm able to just put out the show, and it just automatically goes out to these places. The one place it didn't go to was Anchor.fm. So right now, that's not showing up my analytics on the app that I actually 
use for Anchor.fm. So I don't know what that means, if that's a glitch. Or Anchor.fm themselves don't uh, support I me. Mean, it already transcoded into the audio form for me. That's what I liked about it. So I had to custom my show when you're listening to it or watching it. Especially if you're listening to it. Knowing it's a video. And that show, that show is my first time showing video clips. So, still new to the format. I'm going to really change it up a whole lot. Not 100% sure that that's what I want to do with that. But we'll see where it goes. I wanted to get in one show this week because I just couldn't hold off. My voice isn't the best right now. But there's so much stuff in the news that by the time I would do it next week, it's all old stuff and I'd have to re-look for everything. Some stuff is still tied to the same stuff. You know, I did a show. Before all this transpired, I did a show on actors and misbehaving people in the industry. I did a whole show on it with different people. And now, once again, we have that happening. The Will Smith-Chris Rock incident is still talked about. Talked about at all angles. And eventually it just gets tiring. You know, they've now banned Will Smith for 10 years from the Oscars. And I'm surprised that people are still kind of mad at that now. There are people actually mad at it that because he's black, they're using it as a race thing. Even uh, someone I really look up to, Harry Shear, had his own opinion on it. And he, he, he just thinks that this... This is kind of like the way of kind of like dialing it down and saying, oh, in 10 years maybe he'll, he'll, he'll learn his lesson. You know, they're, they're, they're putting it t like it's a, a 10 year slap on a wrist. No pun intended slap there. But it's just, you know, odd that we still talk about it and there's no more things to talk about really. It just opens up this. It opens up a lot of doors. The stuff we don't know. Even though it happened right in front of us. Chris Rock has come out and said that he's not going to talk about it until he gets paid. I don't know what that really means. If he... Let's see, Oscars... Did he not get paid for the Oscars yet? Or is he going to not give his view on it until he gets money? I don't really know what he means by that. Um, I just saw... I'm recording this a day after, but I, I saw the passing of Gilbert Gottfried. And he is somebody that I, I have, you know, followed his career. Incidentally, he'd pop up in things every once in a while, but I did grow up with him because he was, he did the voice in one of my favorite cartoons, Aladdin, you know, for whatever it was. People can now say whatever they want to about Disney and how much whitewashing that Aladdin was. But when you're growing up and the perspective of the world wasn't to analyze every single thing as a political statement, you know, Aladdin was supposed to be an adaptable story. And the, you just use the premise as something to connect to people. But now, you know, you want to take a um, 
revisioning of it and get it down so it's politically correct. Ironically, Will Smith is the genie in the live-action version of Aladdin. But in the animated version of Aladdin, Gilbert Gottfried was the voice of Iago. And I loved Iago. I loved Iago. Somewhere I have, I used to have a plush little thing of Iago when I was a little, little boy. You know, I haven't grown much since, but when I was littler, you know, I had this little stuffed animal, uh, Iago. I loved Iago. Loved him. That voice just stays with you. You know, impressionists love to mimic the voice. Uh, impressionists just, um, they are inspired by his voice. Grew up, grew up watching him everywhere. And was really, um, really caught me by surprise that he passed. Uh, he, I guess he had muscular dystrophy. He was 67, had muscular dystrophy. Type 2 muscular dystrophy. And something wrong with his, his heart. It just it beat too fast. It, he suffered from a, a rhythmic um, and a heartbeat. And, um, you know, we've, we've lost a lot of comics lately. And, and uh, Gilbert Gottfried, his last Instagram post, I want to read this, because it's, it's basically the best sum-up of the whole Chris Rock-Will Smith situation. This is coming from a guy who tells controversial jokes all the time. So much so he, he once lost his job as the um, uh, Aflac duck because one of his jokes went too far. But he, his last Instagram post, which was March 28th, he, he, he posts a picture that he took with Chris Rock. And he asks, which is the worst crime? Chris Rock being physically assaulted or Chris Rock telling a joke? That's the best sum up of the situation. And it's just odd that I have to use his last words as the basis. I mean, it's, it's, it's I guess you could say it's poetic, um, but um, these people in the industry know more about each other than we do. But then there are some that don't know. They, they, they're kind of left in the dark as much as we are left in the dark. So you can speculate which side. I, I've seen so many videos and I'm getting tired of it. I'm really getting sick and tired of it. Of hearing all about Jada Pinkett Smith and how she had this affair. And Will Smith just sits there and takes it. And it, 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 it try, I, I don't know what side they're trying to be on. Because they're trying... They're, at one time, they're feeling sorry for Will Smith putting it up with it. At one time, they're... they're um, nobody's on Jada's side. They're, they're um, feeling sorry for Chris Rock because of stuff that he's went through leading up to where he, has, where he is in life. And you just break it down that it shouldn't have happened. And he went overboard... What should his punishment be? I mean, so many actors think that his Oscar should be taken away. You know, it's not a matter of taken away. It's a matter of they should have done something on the spot, and they did not. They used that as their reasoning that they couldn't do anything. They act like they couldn't do anything. You could. 
cut off his speech, not have him go up at all, you know, and embarrass him as much as he tried to, because he, he ended up embarrassing himself. And just as I pointed out in the last show, whether you listened to it or watched it, Jada did have a reaction to Chris Rock after getting slapped. She laughs. She laughs at what Chris Rock says. Now, what he says and why she laughs can still be misconstrued as is she happy that he did it? In, in the moment, you think, is he happy, Is she happy that her husband did it? I don't think it's the most steady relationship you know, in all of Hollywood. It's been talked about for years. It's just now coming to light that She's used him. I've seen many things. One thing said that she was forced to get him married. And she did not want to marry him. She became pregnant. And she did not want to get married. And she had to get married. She tells this, I guess, confesses this to her daughter on her show. You know, that's where we come from now in days. The stars can be honest to their ability of what they want us to perceive as their honesty. She has a show on Facebook Watch and she has publicly humiliated Will Smith. And I saw another video that has resurfaced. That's what happens. You know, these things. And this is just the past couple of years. This, is, this isn't looking too far back. She's out with her camera, and she's asking, I forget, somebody's going to be on their show. They're going to have like some kind of consultant, a relationship consultant or something, therapist. And Jada is filming. You just see her filming Will asking him a question. And he immediately feels uncomfortable, and you feel that intense un uh, uncomfortability. That he does not like being filmed. And they're married, mind you. They're still married at this point. They're still married now. Their marriage is just so toxic that they're just always together. They should separate, but they're just always together. She's using him. And he does not appreciate her being in his face filming him without his permission. And it's such an odd stance that it just it, it just begs you to think of all the different kinds of actors that are out there. She's she's taken away his masculinity, basically. Which is what probably made him want to do what he did. And since then they both kind of regretted it and she wishes that he did not do that. And you can say whatever now. Of course you can say whatever now. But when it happens on public television and he's been for 10 years. You know, who, who's to say that wasn't some kind of plan anyways of him wanting to get out of the spotlight for what he's done to her? I mean, I'm not saying the thing was staged, but it just plays into... I don't know. It, it's still... Stupidly, it still raises questions, and we should drop it. You know, the only ones involved that are, should be talking about it are Will Smith and Chris Rock. And Chris Rock's not going to talk about it until he gets paid. So who's to say what's going to happen out of that? And there's just different things that are surrounded around it. 
you want to pick a side. I, I read a lot of things, and there's so many people where they're on Will Smith's side. They're only on his side because they don't like the fact that Chris Rock made the joke. You know, which makes you think, why even do the joke? You know, it, it, didn't, it didn't go over well. He shouldn't have done it. Chris Rock went too far. There are people actually taking offense at this. But enough more people are not taking offense to it who actually are experts at this. You know, people who have alopecia, black women who have alopecia, even act like that this was an overreaction and that Jada should embrace her baldness. And ironically, she did embrace her baldness shortly before the Oscars. So, but going back with, you know, talking about actors' behaviors because there's so many, much mystery around why Will Smith did what he did. You can only imagine now, now things weren't coming to light that it's because of her. But other things that happen out there, the way the actors behave. Ezra Miller has been in the news lately. He's been in the news for a few things. And I remember one thing that circulated. My, my sister told me this. About him wishing he could kill somebody that was the Ku Klux Klan or, or something like that. I forget what that was. But the main thing that I do know now is that he was recently arrested. But the only few things I've ever seen Ezra Miller in, he guest starred on a few episodes of Royal Pains that my family and I watched. And he's in the Fantastic Beast movies. And he's known as The Flash. I have not seen any of the Zack Snyder DC experiment movies. Never had any interest in it. We watched Ben Affleck movies, but Ben, ben Affleck as Batman, we weren't, we weren't sold on that, and we weren't sold on all the other introductory characters. Only got into Wonder Woman because my father really liked Wonder Woman. So I got him into the movies, the latest ones. We still haven't seen Batman vs. Superman or or any of the Justice League movies where he plays the Flash. Now, the DC Universe is very odd to me because I realize I do talk a lot about Marvel on here. And I, I'm not too familiar with all of the DC movies. I grew up watching Batman. You know, that's all there was. Was Batman after Batman after Batman. Different people, you know? Different directors sometimes. Once it got to Christopher Nolan, that changed the game. You know, of what a comic book graphic novel could do on screen. The Marvel movies have now expanded its universe so much... They're doing Disney Plus shows that are connecting to the movies that we watch. DC is trying to do stuff like that with on HBO Max. I guess there's somewhat of a show based off the Penguin. But I'm not saying that the Marvel Universe is perfect because it does have its inconsistencies. Human Torch is now um, Captain America. They even remade Fantastic Four. And he was even replaced with Michael B. Jordan, who later becomes Killmonger in the Black Panther films. 
So there are a lot of inconsistencies. And actors have been either left out, replaced, uh, the Edward Norton Hawk thing. They have diluted that, but they are kind of trying to take parts from it. Because a character that played that Tim Roth played in the Edward Norton version is going to pop up in a Disney Plus series. He had a world with William Hurt. Now, I don't know if William Hurt was going to come back for the Disney Plus series, but now since then, William Hurt has passed away. But they've taken different parts from the movies that didn't... Like, anybody remember at the end of Iron Man? Or uh, at the end of Hulk... The Incredible Hulk, excuse me, because we have Eric Bana, Hulk, and later become the Incredible Hulk. And at the end, Robert Downey Jr. is piecing together the Avengers and has this discussion with Edward Norton. Edward Norton, in real life, did not want to become any part of what they were doing. Did not want to be tied down to playing all this character for many, many years. Not like Chris Evans, who signed a seven-picture deal, which I think he's now exceeded. You know, the Spider-Man movies have gone through several inconsistencies. So the Marvel world's not perfect. But DC is even more not perfect. With the Batman, all the Batman stories, all the Jokers, we don't, we don't need so many, you know, ever since the Heath Leather Joker, which is a retelling of the character, we did not need Suicide Squad. If you wanted to do it, there was no way to, there's no way to incorporate the Joker in that and whatever it was, they, I don't know, there's so many stigmas attached to that, that later they had to do a movie called The Suicide Squad, which is a completely different take, and more popular things like The Peacemaker have come out of that, which completely took away from the first movie, made it look like it didn't even really exist, but everybody loves Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, that's like the best thing about it, she spawned off into her own movie, which... People haven't half liked it, you know. That's DC Comics. The Wonder Woman movies. People were really down on the second one. It didn't even get to go to theaters. It was rushed to HBO Max. Rushed to DVD. Did not go to theaters at all. And Justice League, I guess, is... Well, not Justice League. Batman vs. Superman was kind of like a Justice League. It just introduced too many characters. Again, I haven't seen it, but... It's a mess. And you have somebody like Ezra Miller... Who plays the Flash. But everybody also knows that Grant Gustin plays the Flash on the CW show The Flash. Now, I like that show. Did not get to see a whole lot of episodes. Felt extremely behind... But that's the show that I would like, that I wish I could have saw. We, we, we watch a lot of stuff. And there would be no really real reason, like... Usually when we watch shows, we watch them for particular actors. You know, actors that get us into the projects. We are very, it's very few that if there's a show that comes out, that we get into because we like the story of it, and there's not anybody on the show that we don't know. We... we it's not that we try not to do that, but it just happens that way. We mainly get into shows because of the people that are in the show. And once they start not being on the show, that's when the show starts falling apart. But The Flash would have been a show like, I don't know if I could get anybody else on board my family to watch it. 
because it was just like a weird show that you'd have to watch all these other shows to connect in order to understand it. You got The Legends of Tomorrow. You got Supergirl. I wish I kind of got into Supergirl because I kind of like her from Glee. Got to watch Glee, but fell behind on these other shows. We luckily did get to uh, get to watch um, Stargirl because of Luke Wilson. We only watch Stargirl for Luke Wilson. But then she also kind of connects to these other shows that we don't watch. So we're are we missing part of it? Well, we're, we're missing part of a story that is either relevant or it's not. In the DC world, it doesn't really matter. Because Grant Gustin has played The Flash. And I, I wasn't understanding why they were so rushed to make a movie about The Flash and replace him. Because that is kind of like a replacement. You, know, you don't have shows. I think on Supergirl, there is a Superman. But she's so much, much more the focus... When he comes in on the screen, Superman is a secondary character, you know. And and Gotham led up to oh, the movie started on Gotham. We didn't even get to see the last frame. Uh, we barely got to see the last part of Gotham because our local um, news pulled crap on weather stuff, and we we didn't get to see the rest of it. And that was during a time frame we, we, we did we had we got to go see I think we saw the last of it. I forget. The Fox app. It was, it was our transition of we should stop watching T V on, on T V. We should we should just stick to watching it on the app. Which has problems. It's not hundred percent reliable. But that led up to Batman. You never saw him. He was a big, big character. You never saw him as Batman. So you never got to see him take on the role as Batman. So then, all of a sudden, you got Grant Gustin playing The Flash, Ezra Miller playing The Flash. And there's been this planned movie about The Flash. Now it's cancelled. They've completely cancelled it. Because Ezra Miller was arrested. Why was Ezra Miller arrested? Rolling Stone article says that Ezra Miller shouted obscenities... And grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman as she was singing and allegedly lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts. He was arrested on both accounts and released on a $500 bail. And now that Flash movie isn't happening. And they've been talking about that Flash movie for a very long time. And I like this, that there's actually talk... I mean, not official talk, but fans want Grant Gustin from the CW show to replace him. Now, wouldn't that be more consistent with the stories that they're telling? Because I think the Flash movie was even supposed to be told in a in a different way. Forget that. I forget. How, I don't know how old Grant Gustin is, but and I don't know what angle they want to go at because it's. Ages and superheroes are so odd because I know that Christian Bale is an aged version of Bruce Wayne in The Dark Knight Rises. And then Ben Affleck is supposed to be like an aged... Ben Affleck is an aged Bruce Wayne and I remember watching the trailer and he says, Ezra, Ezra Miller asks him, what's your superpower? And Ben Affleck says, I'm rich. Like, oh gosh. Why doesn't Zack Snyder get uh, Oscars? Oh yeah, he does get an Oscar. He got an Oscar for fan favorite, Army of the Dead. 
somebody should slap the person who thought of that. Somebody should slap all the voters that voted that movie through. That sounds like a um, blockbuster movie award. You know, I was thinking about that. Uh, the last show that I did where I showed the clip of Jim Carrey uh, kissing Alicia Silverstone, which they say was against her consent. You know, why can't Jim Carrey just be Jim Carrey? Now Jim Carrey doesn't, doesn't even want to be Jim Carrey anymore. I remember when Howard Stern leaped on top of Halle Berry. And I think it was the Blockbuster Movie Awards. I don't know. So many things attached to Howard Stern. He's still around. Mel Gibson has a movie coming out. So people pick and choose with who they're winning. They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can slide through. He, he's, he's good now. Some actors are just, they're, they're never going to come out of it. And the question would be, can Will Smith come out of his situation? I don't know. Um, there has to be more honesty with the situation, and if he stands up more of the fact of why he did it, why he felt like he had to do that, and really put Jada down. He really has to be very delicate how he does things, because some of some people go, I mean, he could have easily slapped Jada sometimes in his life. And he'd be really blasted on that. He could have a whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation. I mean, all these things, all this stuff in the industry. And Johnny Depp gets replaced in a movie. Fantastic Beasts with Ezra Miller. All this stuff. It's just its just going around in circles. And, and there are people different on different sides on that. But I'd like to think that Will Smith can come out of it. I don't know. Will Smith and Chris Rock make a movie together? I, I, I mean, it's all based off what Chris Rock has to say, I guess. If he puts it in a light way where he has to show, Chris Rock has to show that he, the way he handled it, and the way he wants to get past this, can allow us to all get past it with him. All the baggage that Will Smith is dragging around him is going to be around a while and hard to digest because you have to get past the idea that do you want Will Smith to divorce Jada? If they can separate and we can finally see Will Smith on his own, that might be the better one. That might be the best choice. But if they always want to stick around and act like they get everything's okay and everything's all right, see you in ten years. See what let's see what happens. Let's see him on the stage of the Oscars, saying, "Remember that?" You know, Will Smith probably be hosting the Oscars in ten years. We're getting a lifetime achievement of not doing anything for the past ten years or the last ten years of his career. Something like that. But back to Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller would be crazy. He is... He looks crazy. And that's, you know... That's probably why people don't understand the certain situations that Will Smith never really uh, looked crazy. Never looked like he had it in him. You know, whatever was building up had to come out somehow. And he just took it out on Chris Rock. But Ezra... I don't know what he's doing. I really don't understand. 
his situation at all. He just kind of messed things up. Kind of a celebrity taking advantage of the situation. And I use the word celebrity there very loosely because soon Ezra Miller is going to be tied to this stuff. And people go, oh yeah, yeah, he's the one that did this and did this. He's crazy nut. I guess he was also the Flash. But that's actors for you, you know. And they're on stage making you laugh. They're behind the scenes causing chaos and either thinking they can get away with it or there's something missing. There's, there's always seems like there's something missing. They go, you know, I don't think something's quite right, but the internet just speculates and speculates. And it just, you, you go down in the hole far enough, you'll come out going, I don't even know why I went in this thing. I, I, I somehow, somehow I'm I'm back again with Jeff Garland. You know, I mean, these actors that think that everything, you know, nobody believed Will Smith's apology. Jeff Garland didn't want to apologize. I think that's our first taste of somebody being honest, and that's what that looks like. Maybe next time lie. Or maybe next time say, you know, I should just... I mean, that, the way that situation is being handled, he just forces themselves... He, just Much like the Oscar thing. Puts them in an awkward position to make a last-minute decision. And the Oscars go, go we got to do something. Ten years. Let's, let's do ten years. And people are like, that's not enough. Or... Or people think that that some people think that that's too much. Some people think that's too bad of a punishment. Like they're really being hard on him. Like which way do you want it? Do you want him to be punished? Do you want him to not be punished? Do you want to be like Joy Behar, where she's like she could care less about the Oscars? That's what it gets into. People's opinions of things that. And i, I got to be very careful how I say it because this podcast is my opinion of shows. My opinion of opinions. But I, I want people to have opinions on things that they know even a little bit about. And social media has brought it up where people can have opinions and they don't necessarily need to know all the details. But that's the internet for you. So that's that. That's a lot. That's all the negative crap. We had some sadness. We have some badness, oddness, bad, bad behaviors of actors. Let's let's get on to the good stuff. Like really great things that are coming out. It was recently announced that Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston will be appearing in the final season of Better Call Saul. I've seen a lot of Better Call Saul news. This is best to. End this show on a good note by saying all the great things about Better Call Saul. Because once Better Call Saul ends, Bob Odenkirk is going to be on a new show. Now, I knew of one show that he was going to go off and do. He was going to be on this show called Guru Nation. It's going to be on Paramount Plus with David Cross, where they play like different gurus and how young people get into cults and playing different characters and things like that. It's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. He's also going to be part of a show on AMC 
called Straight Man. That is based off a novel by Richard Russo. And it's going to be adapted by Aaron Zellman and Paul Lieberstein. <gasps> Paul Lieberstein, that's Toby from The Office. They're going to be, they're going to adapt the book, and they're going to be the showrunners for this show. Starring Bob Odenkirk on AMC, called Straight Man. Looking forward to that. I didn't get to be a part of like AMC Plus or anything, so cross my fingers, I'll get to see it. Paramount Plus is a hit or miss. It might come out. The card stuff's come out. Star Trek Discovery stuff come out. SpongeBob stuff has come out. And then, I actually found out about, about this first, Jonathan Banks is going to be a lead on a new show called Constellation on Apple+. And Constellation is created by a guy named Peter Harness, who wrote three episodes of Doctor Who, the Peter Capaldi years. Constellation is about, this is from Apple TV site, a woman who returns to Earth after disaster in space, only to discover that key pieces of her life seem to be missing. The action-packed space adventures is an exploration of the dark edges of human psychology, one woman's desperate quest to expose the truth about the hidden history of space travel, and recover all that she has lost. Sounds pretty interesting. Good to know that one of my favorite shows that's currently on TV right now that's going to be ending, some good's going to come out of it that right after, my favorite actors are going to go off and do projects that I could probably see. I had all the streaming services I have experience with Apple TV. So I would probably get back with that one again. Because I got into Ted Lasso. They sucked me into Ted Lasso. And at one time, that was the only one that was worth it. Now, since then, i got to watch Ted Lasso. I got into the morning show later. And then I um, need to watch the Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd show. Um, just lots of things. It, Apple TV is kind of... They're, get, they're getting bigger and bigger. Coda went there. They won Best Picture. Now it's on Apple TV. So that's that's big, big stuff for an Oscar-winning movie to be on Apple TV. That's going to put them on the map more. The price is probably going to go up by the time I get back into it. I don't want to put much money into it. I want to go a whole year and just watch as much as I can because the shows I want to see are already out, so I shouldn't have to wait. Because TV is going back and forth with how Netflix would release all the shows all out at once. And then you have your um, Paramount Plus, which was CBS All Access, releasing the Star Trek Discoveries one episode at a time. That's what Ted Lasso did. One episode at a time, you had to spend like three or four months worth of Apple TV in order to see the whole show. Or you could just wait for them to do all the season and then watch it all in one month. Save some money. So that, I just wanted to end on that. That's some good news to come out of all this stuff. I'm tired of talking about the Will Smith situation because I, I don't know what more can come out of it. You only hope for the best, I guess, of some people. But like I said, the best thing that can come out of it is if they get divorced and Will Smith can get out of that and restart his life. You know, he's, he, he's, he now has 10 years, right, to restart his life into what he wants it to be, and we still are waiting what Chris Rock wants to say, but, you know, Gilbert Gottfried's words 
actually put it in a better context of, you know, which is the worst crime. Because people will argue on it that him making the joke is worse than Chris Rock getting slapped. Because I thought about this. I thought, what if, because there's two people involved, what if the person that slapped Chris Rock I didn't like? I'd automatically be on Chris Rock's side, right? Automatically always on Chris Rock's side. But what if Will Smith smacked somebody that I didn't like? Because that would put me in the in the group of people that don't want to hundred percent be on Chris Rock's side. Not seeing from the standpoint of a comedian just saying words. Just saying words. Didn't get into Will Smith's face at all and start any altercations. But what if Will Smith smacked somebody that I did not like? Would that change my opinion? I'd be on Will Smith's side. Right? That'd be very awkward. For me. I'm not on that. I don't even have that as an option. Two people that I liked. Or like. I, I still... I'm not going to be one to boycott or condemn somebody. Because as we always discuss, people pick and choose who they want to condemn every day. And no, I don't want Will Smith to go down for this. It wasn't right. But Will Smith was somebody that I like. Grew up watching all his work. Chris Rock was somebody that I like. Grew up watching all his work. Two people that I like that are involved in this. And the situation would be completely different if it involved people that I could either, either care less about. Like, hey, why are we talking about Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio slapping somebody? Or somebody slapping Leonardo DiCaprio? You know, would that be any different? Like, a better situation would be Tom Cruise slaps Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, I like Tom Cruise in different forms, but so many people would be against Tom Cruise as much as they would be against Will Smith because Will Smith is a mysterious thing of his anger. It's only about the past couple of years things have come out against that or explain that. People just out, out front think Tom Cruise is crazy. So they would not be on his side at all. They would be on Leonardo DiCaprio's side. But Leonardo DiCaprio wouldn't be the best example of somebody that is shown in the best light of everything that he does. Of, I mean, he, he does everything he can for the environment, but he has millions and millions of dollars. He goes around with young women. So you'd have somebody like that that, you know, with the situation really be different. It was two different people slapping each other. You know, hardly anybody else brings up that kind of an angle. You know. And Will Smith slapping a white person. Or a white person slapping Will Smith. We didn't have that contrast. It was two black people. And the only thing I read was that Gary Anthony, actor uh, Gary Anthony Williams, just felt like that that set them back. Will Smith set them back by doing something like that. So there's, there's many different angles. People are still talking about it, but... I, I just want to be done talking about this on the show until something, until they get divorced, I guess, is, is the next thing. Or, I guess if the Oscars say some other stupid thing, I have to clarify what they say. But I want to be done with that. I'm lucky that I got to talk about the Bob Odenkirk and Jonathan Banks stuff because that is great stuff. That is great news. But all this other crap that's out there. Leave it on a high note for people who watch Better Call Saul. And if you don't, just get into Bob Odenkirk's earlier work, his comedy work. But he's just a really funny and creative person. 
and inspiring. And if you don't get into the Better Call Saul Breaking Bad world, Bob Odenkirk is still worth getting into. So I know we talked about it a lot. A lot got put out there. I didn't know how many shows I was going to do this week. I wanted to barely, I don't know, I knew I was barely going to get in one. Didn't want to wait until next week. So yeah, there we go. Um, maybe one day again, we'll do the video podcast. It'll be a completely different show once I'm up and ready. Soon I'll be talking about more, more upcoming projects, about what I mentioned last week of Rizzle, what I want to do on there, how that process is going to work. All the other different kinds of platforms. I'm going to do a show on platforms to discuss the reasons why I haven't posted so many times throughout the years. Talk about my experience on TikTok. That's going to be a future show. Definitely want to do another video podcast, but we've got to, like I said, still work out the kinks of it. And might might do a separate show because I do have a way that I can try to do a video podcast and get it on another supported platform. Because right now, once I'm making the video podcast on Spotify, it's only going on Spotify. And I found this out. Not just that. You have to have the Spotify app. So, thank you for listening thus far. Don't forget to, don't forget to subscribe if you already haven't. To Anchor.fm if you want to listen to us in Google and Apple and Breaker. And you can subscribe to Spotify. You download the app, and you can watch the video version of the 50th episode of the show. More to come. Only available on the Spotify app. So, thank you, everybody. Hopefully, see you later. Bye.